0: You're listening to Fitness Wisdom to Daily Life. Start this podcast with an introduction on hunger and starvation. I hope you find this insightful and if you enjoy it, make sure to share it with a friend who might benefit from listening to this episode. Someone once told me hunger is the best lesson. In that moment, I agreed 100%. Now, I like to think about hunger as being one of the useful lessons that can shape us into becoming better people. But between hunger and starvation, there's a great difference. We all experience hunger. It's part of being a living organism and striving to not feel hungry anymore is also natural. Hunger is a motivator for us to feed our bodies so that we don't die. Hunger has an intricate physiological mechanism. There are hormones that measure the quantity and quality of the food that's available to be turned into nutrients. If your body measures that there aren't enough nutrients to maintain energy balance throughout the day, you will start to feel hungry. You feel hungry, so you eat, and then your body has enough energy to function. So this temporary imbalance of energy, gets resolved with your next meal. Starvation, on the other hand, is a different game, because it occurs when the energy balance has been tipped on the negative side for too long. Actually, for so long, that the way your hormones measure, whether you take in enough nutrients or not, doesn't work anymore. Not taking in enough nutrients over a long period of time adjusts how your hormones work in a bad, non-functional way. So now hunger gets misplaced. Those hormones that were supposed to detect whether you ate enough or not now consider you don't eat enough and the hormones directly responsible for your hunger get secreted in larger quantities which makes for a stronger hunger sensation. So when you sit down and eat because you haven't been eating enough, over a long span of time, you won't feel as satiated because the hormones responsible to you feeling hungry don't go down to the same low levels as they would if you were eating enough. I will rephrase that. When you get enough nutrients, your hunger hormones are around, uh, let's say, five. So when you eat, they go down to baseline, which would be zero. But when you don't eat enough over a long time, your hunger hormones increase to about an 8 or 9. So when they go down during a meal, they don't go back to baseline. They don't go back to zero. They most likely will go down to a 3 or 4. You might think that over time, this gets adjusted so you don't feel hungry anymore. But it's a psychological adjustment your perception of hunger changes, not your actual hunger levels. All good and dandy, you might say. I will stick to it no matter what. I can be hungry to reach my body goals. And you will. But because it's only a mental adjustment and not a physiological one, this means your body will catch up to you. Your immune system gets compromised. Your sex hormones take a hit. Your thyroid might even trigger effects such as hair loss, brittle nails, dry skin. Your cortisol gets chronically elevated, which compromises your ability to focus and learn. More so, your overall sense of normalcy is you feeling permanently irritated, tired, cold, and generally dissatisfied. All of this your body's way of motivating you to eat. Because it acts like a pressure point, there comes a moment when all that pressure escapes, which will only make you more inclined to eat more than you should, to eat highly palatable foods that are rich in nutrients, such as sugar and fat. All that chronic hunger now shifts your attitude so that you become very focused on eating and eating really tasty foods. The way to mitigate this reaction is evidently not to starve. A couple of minutes ago, I said that hunger happens when our bodies notice we don't have enough energy. So it all comes down to maintaining a good energy balance. But we do need to modify this energy balance if you want to lose weight, right? So how do we approach this? Remember, I said one way to mitigate this cascade bodily reaction is not to starve. We can tip the energy balance to the negative side and eat less than what we need to properly function, but we need to be very careful so that this balance doesn't get overthrown. Less in order to lose weight doesn't take immense efforts. We don't have to stop eating altogether. And we don't have to use tricks and tools, such as fasting, as a way to lose weight. I know the way we choose what we eat is greatly based on what we enjoy. And sometimes, the foods we enjoy will tempt us into not looking our best. Or is that what we enjoy can be changed, improved, since what we like is based on previous pleasant experiences. Try something, we like it, so we become motivated to try that again so that we can enjoy it over and over again. It's how every habit works. That's why starving yourself will never become a habit. It's not pleasant. Now, this next perspective changed the way we maintain a healthy lifestyle. In order to reach those body goals, we need to make hunger pleasant. When we attach a pleasant outcome to a way of eating, we reinforce doing that again and again. A pleasant outcome can be just feeling great about the way we look naked. I don't believe we need to look a certain way 12 months a year. And I don't believe we need to diet down all the time. We don't need to fear body fat. But if this fear convinces us that we should starve, jeopardize our health and well being, then we first need to work on the way we assess self worth based on the way we look. But if we enjoy looking good and the way we eat to look that way is maintainable, sustainable, and enjoyable, then we reach a good balance between how we feel and how we look. In closing, If you're listening to this and you're overweight, and if you consider starving as a final attempt to look good, feel beautiful, likable, wanted, we'd recommend you first begin exploring your daily habits, observing what you eat when you feel more vulnerable, what do you reach for when you want to relax. If somewhere in there you feel down, restricted, then restricting yourself from eating will only create more suffering. Ways to enjoy who you are, what you eat, who you meet with, how your daily conversations go, what you listen to, what you create, what you think and how you feel when you look at yourself in the mirror. Thank you for listening to this.